Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something. Something. Bravo. With Lord Lattimore of Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com. Incomplete. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined today by Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch. It's combine time. It's going on right now down in Indy. I took the field today in shorts. Uh, We won't be able to give you any commentary because we are recording this on Wednesday. But let me just say that they look all amazing in shorts. They are all (laughs) Hall of Famers. They are all pro bowlers. I don't know. (laughs) The sponsor of our show today should be like Under Armour. Yeah, yeah. Tight-fitting uh, outfits and um, Rich Eisen running in a suit and all things combine. It's that time of year. So hand sizes, uh, small hands, you know, there's there's so much to talk about that means so little. So let's... <laughs> all right. Good show. <laughs> we're made for TV. But anyway, we're talking about the combine. Uh, Tim, what are your opening thoughts on this year's combine? I'm most interested in what the Broncos are doing, obviously. I'm very what? interested that they are meeting with a lot, and I mean a lot, of wide receivers this year. I believe in years past, it's pretty mixed and diverse, but so far, I think they've met with a total of 10 uh, wide receivers so far, nine of them just this week at the Combine, and most look like they're going to be top of the first round kind of talent. So it kind of makes me feel like 15 might be might be looking at wide receiver at that, at that selection. But the question is, is which one? Which one's going to fall? You know, how is the draft going to play out? 
will they even get a wide receiver in the first round? What if all their top guys on the board are gone? The intrigue. <laughs> will they Every trade year. on and get extra picks to get all these Hall of Famers in tights? That, <laughs> Slow that your roll, D-Mac. That's not happening. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Lori? When you're looking at the combine and you're seeing the news come in and, and the, the, the guys that they're interviewing, I mean, does it give you the impression they're going to they're gonna be going after uh, a wide receiver in, in the top end of the first round? But that's the vibe I'm getting. And, you know, is it a smokescreen? The wide receiver class is pretty deep. So unless one of those really top tier guys like Joydy or Ruggs is available, I think they're more likely to pick an offensive lineman. Jedrick Wills from Alabama. Andrew Thomas from Georgia, Tristan Wirfs. I mean, we've been talking about Wirfs for months, honestly, from Iowa. It's going to be better talent at the top. They're going to be able to get a good wide receiver in the second round, where they will not be able to get as good of an offensive lineman in the second or third or fourth round. So I don't know if it's a smokescreen. I I think they're just doing their due diligence in case one of those really top guys happens to fall to 15. I'm looking at last year's and the Position they interviewed the most was tight end. Noah Fant was included. They only interviewed one linebacker from from the combine. I think the biggest um, thing to look for is multiple <laughs> interviews. Um, a lot of the guys that they draft, they, they they interview, they see multiple times. So they tend to interview guys that they're really interested in multiple times. So that's something we'll, we'll definitely want to watch for. Looking at the list right now, they have not hit anybody multiple times yet. So everybody on the interview list right now has been a one. They only get 45 at the combine this year, which is different. They've had 60 before and only have Elway and Fangio there. Yeah, and a lot of the guys they interview are guys you'll see that maybe don't get drafted. But they met with Drew Locke. They met with Draymond Jones. Malik Reed was on their interview list. Even guys like Austin Fort, that tight end. Yeah. Pay attention to that kind of stuff because that will start to matter here as they get to the private workout season and pro days. At this point in the offseason, every year, I still don't know who any of these guys are. I've always said I would like them to rerun the combine like in its entirety after the draft again so that I can watch it with you know an eye towards who we're drafting. There are those folks on our staff who love watching the combine, and I, I'll turn it on and, and, and watch it, but it's like I'm not invested because I, I don't really know who these guys are. I'm not a draftnik to the point where I know who these guys are, like in and out. Like about two or three weeks before the draft, something magical happens, and suddenly I know who everybody is. I think it's osmosis from being in our in our Mile High report Slack chat. Uh, suddenly, I know who I like, who I don't like. I'll watch a little film and and go from there. But right now, as it is every year, I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm kind of taking it in, kind of doing my osmosis thing. Do I care if we draft a wide receiver in with number 15? We have a lot of needs, and I'm going to trust the process. And uh, you know, and John, we trust. Like I, for now, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad if we got a wide receiver, but. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be mad if we didn't. I'm not going to get worked up either way. <laughs> the only time I ever got worked up over a first-round pick was when we, we drafted Tebow, and I, I left the house because I was in such shock. I, I, I had to step outside. So what we should do is we need to get um, Elway into our Slack chat so that he can pick up on this <laughs> stuff. The osmosis can work its magic on him, so maybe we can avoid that um, sort of mistake I- going forward. I got excited about Tebow, and man, you you really ate your words, didn't you? Because that I did that pick, no. that pick 
worked. That was not a bust. 2011 was worth that first round pick to me. I mean, we do it about every, I don't know, once a month. So let's get it out of the way. In the Tebow years, that was amazing. It's the most amazing season ever. Unparalleled in the history of amazing seasons that yielded only one playoff win. (laughs) But it was an amazing playoff win. It led to Peyton, too. So that was like the best, probably one of the best first round picks in the history of Broncos first round picks. Because you got 2011 and Peyton freaking Manning. You know what I'm saying? That I mean, might what? Be, you might be inflating it just a little, just, no. a, just a hair. No. Um, I, I, in the history, the best one in the history? Name, name one first round pick that's better. Von Miller. <sighs> Von, yeah, okay. Von Miller. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Done. Done. There you go. That was too easy. In 2010, <laughs> that was better. There. In 2000. <laughs> Hold on. I mean, DT was pretty good, too. That was a good draft. I would like to make the case that uh, Chris Hinton was actually a terrific uh, first round. Was that pick. the Elway trade? That was, <laughs> that was who we packaged to get yes. John Elway. So, I mean, really. That was a good I pick, mean, too. If, if you're talking about first round picks that were stepping stones to great, great players. That- Trade proves the point that if you draft a tackle in the top five, you are guaranteed multiple Super Bowl berths. You're guaranteed because you selected uh, a tackle in the top five and, uh, you know, shows that it can be done. What about this the is a personal 15? beef I have with all the Broncos fans <laughs> who wanted to draft a guard over Bradley Chubb. I mean, you know, Bradley Chubb has been injured and, you know, I, I mean, there is a potential for greatness. Um, I, I hope, I hope that he's able to stay healthy this next year because we need him, um, especially with you know Vaughn's future coming to a head here pretty soon. Okay, slow Stable. down, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to trade him. I'm just saying you can't pay both of them. If they get the collective bargaining agreement, maybe there'll be a little more room. Who knows? Maybe. Probably not. It'll he be... broke up with his fiance, so he may have that that burning fire uh, again. I think we'll be able to keep fun. Yeah, watch him drop twenty four sacks next season, and yeah, and then we will <laughs> which will still be awesome if he can do that. More power. I mean, people him. people want him to. I don't know what they want from Von Miller. It seems like a lot of fans are perfectly fine just saying, "I oh, move on from him." Who cares? It's like they're talking about a guy who's. I demand unparalleled be... greatness. He is unparalleled greatness. I mean, he's going to be in the Mount Rushmore of Broncos. You know, John Elway, Terrell Davis, Vaughn Miller. I just wish fans would be a little more accepting of how great a player is when they're playing. Right. And also to recognize that just because he doesn't get the statistic doesn't mean he's doing nothing. In fact, it probably means he's commanding so much attention because of who he is and how great he is that all the attention does go to him and that allows another player to get the sack. I almost think the QB pressure statistic, I wish it was considered a little more important to fans because, I mean, it is super important. Hard to get to a quarterback when they release the ball in under two seconds. But if you just get in his way, he throws a pick or he throws an incomplete. Von Miller is the best player on the team still and will continue to be the best player. Even when he slows down, he's going to be... A kind of guy like a Terrell Suggs who's just going to keep playing great all through his whole career. So he's a guy you got to get to a second big contract and keep him through at least his mid-30s because he's going to be good all the way through there. Through I that. agree. And you so. just can't always measure 
how important a leader is. You know, this is a guy who is the, he's the face of the Broncos, the Broncos defense. And to lose him would just lose such a big presence. I think it would really kill a big part of the team spirit. All right, we got we got to save this topic for next year. When we're entering the final year of the deal. I just have one more point. So long-term stability for Von Miller is kind of tied into the success of Drew Locke. If Drew Locke is the future and he does need a new contract, that money that would go to Von probably will go to the quarterback and not to Von. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It concerns me that we're we're unsure about Drew Locke. I'm just thinking about Chiefs fans, and they were absolutely 100% convinced Patrick Mahomes was the guy heading into his first full season. Expand on that. Why do you say that uh, they're not 100% sold on Drew Locke? It just seems like a lot of uh, discussion about the Broncos' long-term future has the caveat of, well, if Drew Locke, you know, is the, ends up being the guy, you know, there's just a lot of doubt around him. And I understand why, because, you know, he has a lot to improve on to become a great quarterback in the NFL. We've been through the QB wilderness for four years. That is a big, dark cloud hanging over all of us as fans. I'm not confident Drew Locke's the guy. I hope he is, but we obviously have to see him play a whole season and see if he if he grows beyond what he showed in his first five starts. I'm not saying draft a quarterback <laughs> this year, guys, okay? <laughs> we don't have to know that he's the future. We know that he's the potential future. He's the starting quarterback. We're not worried about a competition. We're not worried about drafting one. We're ride or die with Drew Locke in the fall. And if something goes wrong... Then we draft a quarterback next year and we get Trevor Lawrence. It'll be fine. It'll work out. Don't worry about it. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> One of my biggest pet peeves this week uh, was when Elway had his press conference on Tuesday. He was asked probably 16, 17 questions. Five to seven of them were about Tom freaking Brady and how much do you want Tom Brady to complain? And it's like, come on. Ask a question fans care about. No Bronco fans care about Tom freaking Brady. He confirmed they're going to use the franchise tag on Simmons and yeah. get a long-term deal. They're going to wait to decide on Garrett Bowles' future, which is good. And they're picking up uh, the options for Todd Davis and Brendan McManus, which is good too because they need depth in the linebacker. And McManus has been a solid kicker. We see how much kickers can be a problem in this league. And uh, they're not going to pick up Ron Leary's. So all, all decisions we had hoped they would make, and they did, and onward to the draft. So what? going back to the original topic, which we got kind of sidetracked thanks to Tebow. Um, <laughs> Tebow is good yeah. for that every time. If you had the 15th pick and you could select 
anybody that the Broncos have interviewed, who would it be? I really like Henry Ruggs from Alabama, but I have a feeling when he runs his 40, he's going to go top top 10 for sure. But it'd be awesome if they could pick him up because he's so quick. He's so dynamic. Be just a great weapon to have on offense. Especially with Drew Locke's arm. It'd be nice to have some speedy guy and get all the way down the field, you know, in time yeah. for that bullet. They might have to trade up for to, to grab him. And frankly, I'm not sure I'd be opposed to that for, for a guy with his talent. I like the uh, the idea of uh, Jalen Rieger, like uh, just because he's the son of uh, Monte Rieger. So um, <laughs> not knowing about uh, any of these guys yet. Uh, again, the osmosis process hasn't taken full effect. Name recognition. I'm uh, Jalen, yeah. done. Done. <laughs> he and his father had talked about, because Monte had by the Broncos as well. He's second round pick. I had that right. All right. Yeah. So, but he only played with us uh, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. So that's four seasons. So four, four seasons. Yeah. He won the Super Bowl with uh, with uh, Peyton? Peyton Manning. Yeah. There have been mocks that put uh, Jalen to us at 15. I don't know. If 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 they weren't going to go wide receiver, I really like Tristan Werps, but that'd be kind of a, a boring pick that makes the team better, but still boring. I don't care what anybody says. Drafting an offensive lineman in the first round is boring. Good luck finding highlights of an offensive lineman, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all conjecture. Everybody moves around in the draft, and, and by number 15, there's going to have been a half dozen trades by then anyway, and, and, it's, it, and all projections are out the window. The other reasons why I can't stand looking at mock drafts like all night. I actually get more enjoyment out of looking at mock drafts years after uh, the, the drafts have taken place just to see just how incredibly wrong people are. The fact that they're meeting with wide receivers that are heavily going to be in the top half of the draft is pretty telling to me that that's, that's something they're really looking at. They really want to pair Cortland Sutton with somebody who can stretch the field. I think that's a good choice. I think that's a good idea. If they're going to compete with the Chiefs, they have to get somebody who can stretch the field and score touchdowns. they got to score points. It's the only way you're going to beat Mahomes. I don't care how great your defense is. Yeah. guy is too freaking good. He's going to score points no matter how good the defense is, and especially in today's NFL. you got to score. That is absolutely true. We, there's no way. Our defense can slow him down, but they won't stop him. And so we have to have a, a high-powered offense to keep up with him. Yeah. When a 24 to nothing lead isn't enough. <laughs> You need to get some some offensive weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Mahomes came from behind in every playoff game to win a Super Bowl championship. I don't know if that's ever happened. Enough about the stupid Chiefs. I'm done. Right. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, why I can't stand mock drafts is because it always changes. It never goes the way it's supposed to. It's kind of fun to play with. I get it. But it's even more fun to look back years after the fact and just look how silly uh, some of the projections were uh, in, in retrospect. I've pulled up the uh, the 2010 draft results as well as a mock draft, the Fox Sports mock draft. So this isn't some guy in his basement uh, coming up with it. Kind of played out uh, at the top of the draft. Sam Bradford went uh, in Dominican Sioux. They had Russell Okung going to the Washington Redskins. They, they, they actually had uh, Eric Berry. Uh, going to the Kansas City Chiefs. So that was right. A whiffed on Trent Williams to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Earl Thomas to the Cleveland Browns. Who else is really funny? Oh, Des Bryant was uh, mocked to the Denver Broncos at 11. 
Tennessee Titans got Jason Pierre-Paul. Can you imagine how different the uh, NFL would be if, if some of these had, had, had gone the way it was projected to go? The actual 2010 draft found all over the place. They, you know, Demarius 22, then Tebow at 25. You were looking at some there, there Tim. Any interesting destinations uh, that you saw in, in these uh, mock drafts? I saw Tebow go to the Vikings in one of them, which would have been boring. I also saw one that had Dez going to the Broncos too, so... Marquise Pouncey to the uh, to the Broncos, which yep. would have been interesting. That would actually probably would have been a pretty good pickup, but then we wouldn't have had Tebow. So or maybe even DT. You know, it all worked out. That's all I'm saying. That, that draft was great because it led to Peyton. It led to Super Bowls. It, it's it's all good. Well, we're so far in the weeds. I'm gonna get the weed whacker out. What's the mystery right. question? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, no, that was the mystery question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, it's just, it, it, the mystery question is just what is Jess talking about right now? I have a mystery question. Okay, lay it on us. Okay, this year is the fifth time the Broncos are picking at the 15th spot. So assuming they don't trade up or down, they're picking the 15th spot. Name another Bronco drafted at the 15th spot. Steve Atwater. Nope. Dang. Dick Buckus. Nope. He was sixth overall. Even I know that. The AFL draft or NFL draft? NFL draft. <laughs> well, I, I know. You know. Only you, Jess, would even know anything about the AFL. I am looking it up. No, right you now. can't look it up. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> My dog was named after one of them. If you've read Mile High Report in the last five years, I've mentioned this like a billion times. Yeah. He was. He was one of them, but that wasn't the one I was thinking of. I know. Delta O'Neill can't hold a candle to Lloyd's dog. <laughs> It's true. Super Bowl twelve uh, uh, player Tom Glassick. He was yes, but I would. We, we all Dennis Smith. You got the Dennis Super Bowl Smith. right. Yep. John Mobley. Yep, that's the other one. So Mobley and Smith classic. Yeah, those guys were great. So that's that means we we've got to go defense, defense. <laughs> which we didn't even talk about the whole time. I'm looking at uh, other picks around 15. Randy Gratishar was taken in 1974 with pick 14. Uh, who can forget the defensive back out of UCLA? Everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me? Uh, yeah. Wow. So. Well, I think we tied all this together in one neat little bow. <laughs> Somehow. 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 <laughs> Well, you have been listening to Something Something Broncos with Lori Lattimore Volkman, Tim Lynch, and I am Jess Place. You can catch this podcast uh, usually on Thursday, unless we publish on Friday or Saturday. We are all contributors to milehighreport.com, uh, your one stop shop for all things news, draft, combine. Uh, history and everything in between. Uh, so uh, come join us at Mile High Report. Get your osmosis on. Learn about these prospects in the draft and be like me. Thanks for listening. These prospects, <laughs> none of which we actually talked about. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these guys. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the both up. Both fouls were on the kicking team. I would not make the cut. My hands are not not big for a, a wide receiver. It's all about perspective. You closer to the camera, I got massive mitts, you know? Further yeah. away from the camera, my mm -hmm. hands are not that large.
I've got my arthritic claws hanging out up here. They're they're in contention as well. We're doing the show before the show, and <laughs> yeah, Jess, Jess is not yelling at us. Our last show, which feels like a month ago, your sixty-five intros were so funny. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I was putting them together. I thought I played it for my wife. She thought it was uh, pretty funny too. I didn't I, even know you did that many. I was like, really, we did that many. <laughs> You've been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.